everyone, you're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. Lance Armstrong is one of the greatest athletes the world has ever seen. He won the Tour de France seven times in a row. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Isn't that a great American name? Big headline this morning. Today, Armstrong is currently under investigation for doping-related charges. Banned performance-enhancing drugs. Armstrong denied the allegation. I have never doped. Taking DPO, testosterone. He lied and he lied and he lied and he lied. We have nothing to hide. Armstrong is the most tested athlete in history. Personally, I think Lance is clean as they get. I think he was guilty. I know what I know, and I know what I do, and I know what I did. For the people that don't believe in cycling, the cynics and the skeptics, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry you can't dream big, and I'm sorry you don't believe in miracles. I'm a fan of the Tour de France for as long as I live, and there are no secrets. This is a hard sporting event, and hard work wins it. Banned for life, Lance Armstrong's career is stripped of his Tour de France titles by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. It's truly one of the worst stories in sport. Armstrong says he's ready to speak candidly to Oprah Winfrey today about the long allegations against him. Did you ever take banned substances or blood dope? Yes. EPO? Yes. Testosterone? Cortisone? Human growth hormone? Yes. 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 But I'll spend the rest of my life trying to earn back trust and, and, and apologize to people for the rest of my life. How could a nobody become a somebody, then a nobody again? How could someone start with such tragedy, move to triumph, then tragedy again? How could someone who was such a mythological character actually live a myth. How could Lance Armstrong live his life on the foundation of falsehood? A cancer survivor, winner of seven Tour de France's, started the amazing foundation Live Strong. How could Lance Armstrong lie? How could he do it? How could he do it? I think to answer these questions, we need to ask why. Now, most of us are here at this campus and all of our different environments to hear, what would Jesus say to Lance Armstrong? That's the burning question. What would the Lord say to Lance? If he had a one-on-one interview with him, what would come out of his mouth? We're going to talk about that. But before so, I thought, because I've done so much research, I just want to give you some some reasons regarding why. I'm a why guy. I just want to kind of present the why. Why would Lance do what he did? I mean, why? Why? Perhaps, as I've done all of this study, perhaps Lance was riding away from his pain. Maybe he was riding away from the pain in his past. Maybe he was trying to compensate for the daddy deficit he has in his life. He said, a boo is a lot louder than a cheer. 
Lance also commented, your past forms you, whether you like it or not. And he told Oprah, my mother and I don't even talk about the past. Lance was two years of age when his father abandoned him. His father just rode away into the sunset, so to speak. Lance has had nothing to do with that situation whatsoever. Could it be that Lance was peddling, was riding? Could it be that Lance was trying to hear the words he never heard as a kid, you matter? Maybe he was trying to hear those masculine words, I love you, I accept you, I approve of you. Perhaps he was trying to compensate for that, for that pain caused by his father leaving in the past because even two years of age is old enough for that to play out. Maybe it's compromise. Maybe that's a reason why Lance lied. Compromise. I didn't invent the culture, but I didn't try to stop the culture. I mean, if everybody cheats, is anybody cheating? The whole cycling game is a game of doping. That's just how you do it, you know? It's as reflexive as putting air in the tires, water in the bottles. It's just, it's just what we do. And Lance said that. Maybe it was that everybody's doing it type vibe, compromising. Or maybe there's another reason. Maybe it was just Lance's competitive nature. You're talking about a fierce competitor. He said, before my diagnosis, I was a competitor, but not a fierce competitor. Then I said, I'll do anything I need to survive. Then I brought that ruthless, win-at-all-cost attitude into cycling. I'll take EPO. I'll take testosterone. I'll do transfusions if it, if it gets me ahead. I'll do anything to win. Anything. Perhaps, though, it was control. Perhaps that's the reason why he lied. Perhaps that's the reason he went to such lengths to build this platform that was absolutely pathetic when you saw it crash around him. Yeah, yeah, I was a bully. I was a bully in the sense that I tried to control the narrative say that's a lie and they're liars. And Lance also said, only twice have I been out of control in my life. Only twice, he said, had I been in a situation where I, I couldn't really control the nature of it when I had cancer, and then he said, Oprah, in this interview right now. I'm gonna control my life, Lance said. And then he said boldly, if there's a God, if there's a God, I would have both of my testicles. Really? So, so Lance, you're God. You determine your destiny. You pave your own path. You're omnipotent. Those are some reasons why in all of my study, why I think Lance Armstrong lied. That's why I think he lied. 
Why do you lie? Why do I lie? Let me say it again. Why do you lie? Why do I lie? Isn't it true that a lot of us are peddling away from the pain in our past? Isn't it true a lot of us are, are peddling and we're on performance-enhancing drugs, maybe not testosterone or EPO, but we're, we're trying to build our lives full of popularity and, and possessions and, and pleasure, and maybe, just maybe, we're peddling so fast you can't even see, see our, 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 our knees. They're just going on and on and on and on and on, and, and, and maybe we're trying to hear those words, you matter. I love you. I applaud your behavior. Yet, it causes us, like Lance, to build our lives on the foundation of falsehood. Are you pedaling away from the pain in your past? Some of us just say, you know, everybody else is doing it. We lie because of compromise. Everybody else is having sex before marriage. Everybody else is doping on the athletic team. Everybody else pads expense accounts. Everybody else lies when their back is against the wall. Everybody else looks on someone else's paper. Everybody else does it. It's just, it's just what we do. And in America, and even in our world today, lying is a national pastime. It's almost as reflexive as breathing. We just lie. We loathe lying, but we don't mind lying when we have to. We don't like to be lied to, but I'll lie when I have to. It's just, it's just the way it is. Why do I lie? I want to make myself look better. That's why I lie, and so do you. I was thinking, because I'm a natural-born liar, I was thinking the other day, where did I learn how to lie? Have you ever thought about that? Where did you learn how to lie? My parents never put me on a lying team. <laughs> hey, Ed, if you keep lying, you might... You might get a scholarship in lying. We'll put you on the AAU lying team. No. I just know how to do it. Anybody here taking lessons in lying? No, we just know how to lie. It's just who we are. Have you ever thought about the fact that we're in the predicament that we're in, humanity? We're in the hole that we're in because of the telling and the believing of a lie. Go all the way back to the soils of the garden it all started with what? A lie. We're just natural born liars. I just, I just know how to do it. So maybe I lie, maybe you lie to compensate for pain. Maybe just to compromise, to say, it's just how I roll, to get ahead. Maybe it's this competitive thing. A lot of guys are like, man, I'm competitive. I'll win at all costs. I want to get to the to the front of the line in life. And, and, and if I have to, I'm, I'm just, I'll just lie. I mean, doesn't everybody do it? You have to. Everybody's doing it. And, and plus, it helps me, and, and I can win. Lance Armstrong spent his life riding away from pain, distancing himself from that daddy deficit, from the first masculine figure he comprehended. 
And it's ironic, he spent his whole racing career trying to distance himself from other men on bikes, and yet the cancer attacked him in his masculinity, where masculinity resides. It's interesting. So fascinating. Still, others of us lie. I know I lie, and so do you, just to control. I'll, I'll just control my life. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just a man. I, I, I can control it. I can control it. Maybe I've been out of control in a couple of places, but I know how to control. So I will control, I will determine my future by the lies that I tell. I exaggerate, I leave out key elements of the truth. I do all of these things because I will control my destiny. And a lot of people say, well, Lance did all this good. Think about the Live Strong Foundation. Granted, the Live Strong Foundation gave away half a billion dollars. Amazing. I applaud Lance. Live strong. But Lance was living wrong. He was living wrong. Yeah, but come on, Ed, testosterone doesn't hurt you. EPO, doping. You know what? It probably doesn't. It probably doesn't hurt. The issue is lying and cheating. It's not testosterone, EPO, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's falsifying. It's living a lie. That's the issue here. And in our humanity, we want to say, well, the good he did outweighed the bad. And I like to try to play those games with God, too, in my life. Well, well look, God, look what I'm doing here. And I'm doing messages and, and, and leading churches and talking in conferences and blah, blah. But, but you, 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 can't, you can't play that game with God. Obviously, we're all sinners. Obviously, we're all natural-born liars. But performing will not get us to where we need to go. Why do we lie? Lance has spent a lot of time on a bicycle, but also, I would argue, on a lie-cycle, a lie-cycle, a lie-cycle. There are two pedals on the lie-cycle. You've got an illusion, and you've got confusion. Illusion, confusion. You tell one lie, another, and 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 you're lying so much. Your knees are going up and down so fast, you can hardly see your legs or mine. Fall on your knees before God. I believe Jesus would say, Lance, fall on your knees before me. Stop your pedaling. Stop your performing. Stop trying to hear those words maybe you didn't hear that you needed to hear when you were young. Stop compromising. Stop trying to be the God of your life. You're out of control. Your life is a wreck. Your life is a mess because when I try to control my life, that quick I'm out of control. Yet I only gain control when I admit my out-of-controlness to God, then 
He takes control, and then I have freedom. It's, it's, it's ironic. There's a mystery to it. That's the faith element. It's God. So we ride and ride away. We look at Lance Armstrong and go, Lance, are you in the real world? You mean you're living a lie, then you're suing people and ruining people's reputation who tell the truth and who've pointed the finger at you? How could you do such a thing? We say, that's what I thought when I watched the interviews with Oprah. We say, people are crazy, man. Am I the only one that says that? <laughs> people are crazy, man. That girl's crazy. That guy's crazy. We tend to say that. When we are on the life cycle and we're pedaling, illusion, confusion, illusion, confusion, what happens? We're not living in reality anymore. We form our own reality. Lance's reality was, I didn't feel bad about what I was doing. I mean, I, I was just doing it. I, I, I thought it was right, it was fine, it, it, it was dandy. That was his reality because of the life cycle. And anyone else who began to encroach upon his reality, Lance's reality, they were evil, he attacked them. He was in pseudo-reality. He wasn't in reality. He was on the lie cycle. And that's what happens when we lie and lie and lie, illusion, confusion, and then suddenly, if someone is not in my reality, they're crazy. They're ridiculous. They're nuts. They're idiots. Are they? It sounds so sexy to say this. God is the father of us all. That's false. God is not the father of us all. Let me say it again. I know it's politically correct. God is not the father of us all. He created us. We're not naturally, though, in God's family. Naturally, John 8, 44 our father is the evil one, the father of lies, Jesus described him. There's no truth in him. That's just what we do. We're natural born liars. So to sit there and say, well, you know, I'm just kind of in the family of God and, and, and I just kind of gradually move into truth, that's false. Well, having said that, what would Jesus say to Lance Armstrong? Several things. Number one, he would say, Hey, Lance, he would sit down and say, with great compassion, Lance, when you ride away from the truth, you'll crash right into it. When I ride away from the truth, when you ride away from the truth, you'll crash right into it. There's going to be a, a colossal wreck between the truth and the lies. And that is what we've seen take place on a world stage, a collision. I think the second thing Jesus would say to Lance, and you and me, <laughs> when you wreck, look to me. Not if you wreck, not, you know what, you could wreck. 
No, no. When you wreck, when you wreck, it's going to happen. Look to me. Lance was in the hospital bed. Many doctors said on his deathbed, he had an opportunity because he was a wreck to turn to the Lord. He didn't do it. He had a chance. Did God cause cancer? No. Do bad things happen to good people? Yes. Do hellacious things happen to righteous people? Yes. Jesus said it rains on the just and the unjust. We live in a fallen, infallible place. God, though, uses and causes all things, good things and bad things, but all things to work together for good. Lance was out of control. Cancer had enveloped his body. He had a chance because of this wreck to look to God. He didn't. God has placed a Christian in his life, his first wife, Kristen. He sees something different in her. Just listen to the words he says now. The second wreck is when the house of cards begin to fall. The foundation of falsehood begin to crumble. We saw it happen. We saw it take place on Oprah. He's a wreck. His life is a wreck. What's he going to do? What are you going to do? Maybe you're living a lie. Maybe you're rolling the dice. Maybe you're going along with the crowd. Maybe you're cheating and shamming and scamming your way through life. You're going to wreck. I don't want to be a bearer of bad news and Jesus would say, hey, it's going to happen. Turn to me. And many here, your life is in a wreck right now. Many, you're watching online. You're watching in the southeast, in the south. You're watching in Dallas-Fort Worth. You're watching. Your life is a wreck. Turn to God. Turn to God. And here's what God will tell you. This is incredible. He would tell Lance this. You can hit the wall, right? God would say, Lance, look to me. And then he would say, Lance, I love you. That's right. Jesus would sit down and in this one-on-one interview, he would say, Lance, I love you. You matter to me. Jeremiah 31, verses 3 and 4. I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with loving kindness. I will build you up again. I'll, you'll be rebuilt, O virgin Israel, again. You'll take up your tambourines and go out to dance with the joyful. See, God's love is an action towards us, not a reaction to us. There's nothing that Lance could do to cause God to love him any more or any less. Christ's love is constant. And check it out, because Israel was riding away from the truth. Because of God's love, he said, I will build you up again. I will rebuild you. And then you'll take up your tambourines and go out to dance with the joyful. So God would say, Lance, be a truth seeker and a truth speaker. Your life is before you. You have decades left, Lance. Think about the race I have for you. Not the Tour de France, 
but the Hebrews 12 race, the race that you'll win every single time. I love you. And you know what? God's saying that to you and to me. God loves us unconditionally. Another thing God would say. Jesus would say, Lance, you need to be adopted into the family. As I said earlier, God is not the father of us all. He wants to be. We must be adopted, the Bible says. And we only know the father through the son. Jesus said, I am the way, John 14, 6, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except by and through me. Lance, you accept me, what I did for you on the cross. I died for your lies, for your sins, for your shortcomings. I did that. I lived perfectly, righteously. I died sacrificially. And I'm offering you eternal life. You can't control it. You can't control the outcome. You mean to tell me you can, you can control when you die? You can control money. You can control fame. You're, you're out of control. But only when you give up control will you really have control because I will be in control of your life. That's what Jesus would say. Have you been adopted into the family of God? Have you? It's through the Son we're adopted. And once we're adopted, we're in. You'll know the truth. And the truth will set you free, Lance. God is a father to the fatherless. He wants to father you. He wants to father Lance Armstrong. It doesn't matter about your past, your reputation, what you did, what you didn't do. God wants to be Lance Armstrong's father, and it only comes through the son, and he wants to be your father as well. And it comes through adoption. It comes through adoption. You know, as I was watching the interview with Lance and Oprah, it was so ironic that Oprah ended the interview with, with tears in her eyes, and she quoted part of a scripture verse. She said, Lance, the truth will set you free. And then Lance responded with tears in his eyes, that's right, Oprah, the truth will set you free. Then the interview ended. That's partially true. But that's not the total package. That's not. Jesus said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Who's the truth? Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So Lance, the way is Jesus. Friend, the way is Jesus. Student, the way of Jesus. Those who are married, the way is Jesus. The way is Jesus. Jesus is the truth. And once we know him, once we give up control of our lives to him and stop our peddling, then we're liberated, and then we're free. That's the message.
You know, Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who conceals his sins does not prosper, but he who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So what we conceal, God reveals. What we reveal, God conceals. And Lance did a great job. He took the first step, didn't he? In front of the world to admit his condition. And I applaud him for that. I applaud him for what he's done for the cause of cancer. I applaud him. And just think, he's just one prayer away, one prayer away from knowing what life is all about. And it's a race, I'm telling you, Lance, worth being a part of because we win every time. And I pray that you discover that race. And that race is that relationship with Christ. Lance, we pray for you. Fellowship Church prays for you. We pray that you make this choice. God never overrides your will or mine. He's not going to override Lance's will. He has to make that call and that decision. Because when Lance does this, when you do this, when I've done this, a nobody from a somebody to a nobody becomes a somebody for eternity. Tragedy to triumph from tragedy to eternal triumph happens. Lance, Jesus would say, relinquish control of your life. Open up the lid of your heart to me. And you'll win the race every single time. As our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I want us to pray right now for Lance Armstrong here and at all of our campuses. Father, I know that you've placed people in Lance's life to communicate your love and your truth to him. I know you've allowed situations to occur and it's so he will open up the lid of his life and give control of his life to you. Father, I ask that he would make a decision to follow you tenaciously and that you would show him, like I know you're going to, the race that you have. Others of us here, God, we're like Lance Armstrong. You've, you've come to fellowship today and you're like, you know, I've been living a lie. I, I mean, I'm a natural born liar and, and, and we wanna point the finger at Lance, but in reality we know he's just a mirror of our lives. Just think, you can end your, your cover-ups, your compromises, you can end trying to pedal away from your past today by saying, Jesus, I want to respond to your love and I want to be adopted into your family. All you have to do is say, Jesus, take control of my life. Just say that, Jesus, 
I turn from my junk, I turn from my lies, and ask you to take control of my life. Thank you for listening, and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.